welcome everybody to Peculiar Objects, the only podcast on this network with three season finales. I am your overworked and definitely running out of ideas GM, Anthony Moore. With me are two players who have been with me since the very beginning. Hello, I am your fourth surprise ending, uh, hanging out with Frodo and Sam after throwing the <laughs> ring into the fire. Uh, one Nigel Collins, who plays a character, Audie Edwards. I was a guest at Sam and Rosie's wedding. I didn't know you were there. How many weddings have you and I been at together, Nigel? Hey, I, I, anytime you're at a wedding, you check out where the cookies are at and you'll find Nigel. That's what you'll Nigel know. Nigel is That's spiritually so cold there. Fact. He's like Tom Joad, <laughs> but for cookies at weddings. <laughs> and I, I heard you say Tom Jones. Part... <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh... for my part... Uh, am your editor who, in the tragedy of all craftsmen everywhere, uh, is just really good and good at this right as it ends, Casey Hills. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Peculiar Objects. Uh, our goal is to recreate every single one of your favorite 1980s childhood movies. Uh, movies like Goonies, movies like Man- Monster Squad, movies like City Slickers 2, The Legend of Curly's Gold, TV shows like <laughs> Hamtaro. <laughs> All of these shows have similarities in which kids go and ride on bikes and have adventures with each other. The seed people. Real quick, I can confirm that the movie Rad does indeed have a bike dance scene. Nice. So, when you get the chance, you look that up on YouTube, and you experience the joy that is bike dancing. Nice. Not natural. Let's do it. It's we'll post, natural. We'll post it when this episode Amazing. comes out. We'll post that link uh, on our Twitter Thank page you. so we can the all dad from go would not approve. see it. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? You were saying this is the finale. This is the and finale. This is the final episode. If this is not the actual final episode of Peculiar Objects for this season, I will eat my left boot. Um, that I'll being be said, if you're coming onto this podcast and you're starting at the finale, you've been doing something wrong. So you're making some uh, go back, choices. listen to the other episodes. Right. If you're listening to this finale. Take some time. Stop. Go back. Reread. Uh, re-listen to all the other episodes. That way, you know every single thing that I am definitely going to fill, and all the plot holes that I have left open are going to be filled in this episode. He's going to wrap up. We're going to give you time. Don't worry. All the mad furniture scientists that are going to come to the rescue at the last minute. And that band was ZZ Top. Wow. This is the second time I've heard that story in a week. I know. But the page. Well, but not, yeah. Now everyone can hear it. And I I still can't believe it's true. Yeah. That just makes no sense to me. But also, uh, on the note that Thony was making, yeah, please don't start at the seat, like the season finale and work your way backwards like my friends ryan and carrie did for game of thrones and we're very confused why <laughs> they killed <laughs> off one of the main characters in the first episode and then he kept appearing for the next like six episodes <laughs> it's a fair question <laughs> like oh that show's much better in reverse i was like yeah it really is I, I've, I've watched only season one of game of thrones so i have no idea what you're talking about but i know everybody dies in that show so yeah, stop at six. I'll stop at one. I stopped at one. I'm not going to watch <laughs> it. The thing about Game of Thrones for me is I feel like that's a kind of show that 
like is never really, really going to hold up in further rewatches. And one of the reasons Mm. why it was so popular at the time was because people were collectively experiencing it at the same time, uh, which is something you can't get uh, from there uh, afterwards. It's completely vanished from cultural consciousness with a, with a speed and level of completeness that I have never seen before it's amazing yeah. yeah what what happened with twin peaks and friends and like shows like that to where it was but see, twin yeah. peaks, the culture of zeitgeist yeah i mean twin peaks was definitely a cultural zeitgeist but there is nothing that detracts from further watches of re- oh uh, the quality of, of it twin yeah peaks. like i that's fair i started Except watching that series the last quarter of the second season <laughs> no wow, it's buddy. not even the last it is it is like like I was being generous. No, no, like, because the last, like, three episodes of that season are really, really good. And I, I, yeah, I have are. a lot to say about, about Wyndham Earl and himself as a I, character and how he should have had more explorations and he should not have been shoehorned into, uh, what is arguably two seasons crammed into one season. Uh, right. Yeah. But, but that's, uh, David Lynch coming back to save it. He, he did the last few episodes because he was off filming a movie yeah. and then everybody else was like, look yeah. at the quirky thing I have at the hotel in the background. Like yeah. that was all they're interested in. Okay. So, uh, I digress. Yeah. Uh, last week, uh, we, uh, the kids of peculiar objects woke up in the town of Spencer's folly, but everything was not the way it seems. Audie, uh, they looked around, they saw that they were missing their dog, but it gained two children, two children who had, uh, mysteriously, uh, entered into the woods, uh, long before this adventure had started. Um, Carly Figueroa and Franiel Gillenfrosh. Uh, Franny Frosh and Carly, um, they were celebratory. They were ecstatic. They had defeated the monster, uh, and had saved their two friends plus a good. a one delia spencer who uh is oh, definitely girl. not dead and definitely not a ghost and is definitely alive uh, in spencer's folly right now i feel like you're putting a lot of effort into making that line yeah the official you want to know you want to know you want to know why i have to make I... a lot of effort to make sure that's the stance is because you and nigel have spent time trying to talk about that she's a ghost anyways and you're uh, trying to cover up your super twist of the ghost taking over I see through you like I see through her. Spook him. The yeah. <laughs> She's the tiniest spookum. The boys carry the three kids to uh, the four corners where they deliver uh, Carly Figueroa to a very, very sad and very, very happy to see uh, his daughter, Johnny Figueroa. I, right. Who that, was both that sad conversation. and happy? That conversation, he's sad, he's been sad because his daughter was missing, and he was happy that he saw his daughter. I see. It makes uh, sense in the world that we fell that, into. That so. entire, that entire bit got away from me. Uh, I lost track <laughs> of what I was saying halfway through. Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, they, uh, Johnny Figueroa reunited with Carly Figueroa, and everything was happy. Uh, Johnny, uh, invited the two heroes of this story to a refreshing cherry phosphate, and that's where the seams of this town started to unravel. Uh, spaghetti everywhere. <laughs> In a mistake, which, I mean Johnny everywhere. In a mistake, Kit Russell. <laughs> in a mistake, Kit Russell gets uh, glamored by the obviously yeah, a vampire Johnny Vampire. Uh, Johnny Vampire. Yep. Johnny Vampire. 
a character I regret profoundly. What are you talking about? I Don't, love Johnny Vampire like... so much. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely one of All my right. favorite characters in any show ever. I feel bad because I was super racist and semi-auto magic without meaning to because I thought I was Jewish and I thought that made it okay to fetishize it in the guise of my fascination with it. And I said and did some gross stuff and I didn't mean to, but if Johnny Vampire is still an okay character, if we don't have to cancel Johnny Vampire, no then his legacy can Johnny Vampire him. is the only character on that show that had a fan Twitter account made for him. That's true. He did. It wasn't even me. Yeah, we still don't know who did it. Some mysterious man of semi-auto magic created Johnny Vampire. I feel like I would see the fingerprints on it if it was Liz Layton, but yeah. it, right. who knows? I don't know. We'll never who know. cares? Who knows? Uh, uh, okay. Regardless, uh, Johnny turns out to be a vampire. He glamours Casey. Uh, Adi, who is a very, very smart and very, very adept vampire hunter, instantly realizes that, that Johnny is a vampire and- The third frog brother. Uh, elaborately <laughs> breaks a broom oh, oh. over his head and stabs him in the heart, causing him to, causing him to explode <laughs> in a million piles of gross blood goo. And that's not just a vampire thing. That'll happen to anything you stab in the heart with a broken broom. That's true. That's just how arteries work. Uh, Kit, Kit, internal pressure. Definitely concerned about the the state of what's going on in the the four corners right now in the state of the two children. Uh, call the marshal of Spencer's folly, uh, folly, Marshal Redwood, uh, to uh come and save the day. Uh, Unfortunately for him, Marshal Redwood uh had more nefarious plans in mind and tried to uh arrest Casey Hills. Uh, sorry, arrest Kit Russell uh, for impersonating a police officer, an actual genuine no, concern Marshall. that people in the town actually have <laughs> outside of this yeah. creepy, spooky world. Uh, Casey was, uh, sorry, Kit was uh, saved by the real Marshall Redwood. Uh, I'd say they're both real, but that's another story. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they kind of realize that what they are in is an illusion and they are still trapped in the forest. Uh, Marshall Redwood promises them that they'll get their answers they need as they head to the Spencer homestead to stop this evil in the town once and for all. And that is actually the longest recap I've ever had to do, but I wanted to make sure everybody knew everything that was happening. Uh, as of we course, did it. that was a very nice sum up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well so we, before we leave the four corners, I need to do one thing. I have to, I have to, Give us our intro. <laughs> okay, cool. I didn't know if it was like, okay, you guys are hitting there net. Like, I didn't know. Okay, I just there, there's one thing. Hey, I go, <laughs> sorry, his his one line is like, uh oh, spaghettios, and here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chapter seventeen. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh, spaghettios. Here we go. <laughs> the bodies of Kit. Audie, Cat, and Delia lay unconscious in the middle of the forest as tentacles slowly wrap around them and drag them towards the resting place of Ozadra. So, um, Marshall Redwood has just said, you guys need to go to the Spencer homestead, um, to stop whatever's there, uh, and promised you guys answers, uh, on the way. So we're gonna run and talk? Well, Casey said he needed to do something. Okay. We're gonna run and talk. Uh but there is one thing I need to do first. Uh Adi, would you come with me and Marshall, yes. would you uh give us just a moment? Sure, yeah. no problem. Oh, okay. What's up? Uh What's up, Kay? We we go back to the office where uh the 
bodies of Carly Figueroa and Franiel Gillenfrosch lay in that final piece. <clears throat> and uh I take I take Adi's hand in a very like, you know, official solidarity way. And I say <clears throat> Here lie Carly and Franny. We did our best and it wasn't enough. But we hope we hope <clears throat> we thank we Are you guys you. done yet? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was reciting a poem, Marshall. If that's okay with you, you'll give me just sorry. Uh, give me like a poem's length. I'm sorry, Casey. Just give me like three stanzas. That was payback for for careless whisper. <laughs> just say. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually. Okay. Yeah, just kind of so do good. it again. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, That's I'm leaving it. <laughs> <clears throat> we thank with brief thanksgiving, hmm. whatever gods may be, hmm. that no one lives forever, that Cat. dead souls rise up never, that every Cat. weary river winds somewhere safe to see. Cat. Adi, did you have anything to say? Um, I'm. I'm sorry that these imaginary characters um, that we are trying to comprehend in this glamour that we're in have died. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can't say the thing I was going to say. No, just say it. <laughs> no, it doesn't make sense. I was like, Meanwhile, like our bodies are going through brave little toaster just getting ready to get killed. Can we go and like handle this thing and maybe find their actual living bodies or dead bodies because we are wasting time. Alright, well, paying pay pay respect to the dead is never, ever a waste of time. But I understand your urgency, so yes. We don't know if that's dead right now, we have to go! Yes, allons-y. We, uh, uh, action movie kick open the office door, and I, I, clock, I, cock, I cock the gun, the rifle, clack, clack! I don't actually, I just make the sound, yeah, I make the sound effect, clack, clack! And then, like, we're good to go. So, uh, you guys come back outside, uh, Sheriff Redwood looks at you, I mean, Marshall Redwood looks at you guys and says, Wait, 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 wait. I, I run back in. Is there garlic in the four corners? Yeah. I grab, uh, two clothes of it just in case, okay. and I run back out. Sorry! It's okay, I'm ready. garlic! Hey, 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 just in case! Yeah, you got to pray? I got to do my thing, okay? Respect well, each other, go, respect each other. That wasn't Kit. No, guys, Kit is completely guys, in favor of the dream. Guys, <laughs> we yeah. need to go. Okay. Before you guys step outside, I need to stress to you, you have to act like you're not aware of what's happening right now. The monsters in this, the monsters in this, in this store have been disposed of. They're not going to cause an issue, but every single person and every single thing in this town is your enemy. If they catch wind that you are aware of what's happening, they will try to take you out. It's like it's like in Inception where they have to keep a low profile, yeah. otherwise the the dream police will notice them. Or uh, in this time frame, the it's dream like police. Dennis, yeah, that Dennis Quaid movie that he went into dreams, right? That sounds familiar. We don't want to disrupt anything. Got it. <laughs> that sounds familiar. The thing I'm talking about sounds like I know it. <laughs> it's real. I saw it once. Okay. Enjoy a nice glass of ice cold tab in a glass container with my dad. He, he, uh, Mar- uh, Marshall Redwood looks at you, Casey, and says, I need the book. And he kind of sticks his hand out. 
Marshall, uh, I think you can understand, given the events that have transpired, my hesitance to trust the evidence before my eyes. Tell me something that only the Marshal would know. You uh, found me as a sad and broken four-year-old boy with no family uh, and haven't had a shower in weeks. Does that check out with you, Kit? I hand him the book. Yeah, he's oh, he's cool. I'll explain later. All right. So you guys uh, exit out of the four corners. Um, it's a beautiful okay. day in Spencer's Folly. Everybody's going about doing what they need to do. Uh, nobody is suspicious of you guys. Nobody is aware of anything that's happening. Uh, you guys are free to have a conversation with... Uh, with uh, Marshall Redwood, as you guys head to the Spencer's, uh, the the Spencer Homestead, which is a museum in the town of Spencer's sure. Folly, but uh, if you guys kind of raise your voice, if there's exclamations, if there's uh, any kind of disruption, that Excuse could me. lead to uh, suspicions for the people around you. Sure, it'll draw attention to us. I got that. Right. So no, we just have to be as nonchalant as possible. Yep. So uh, Adi. Yes, sir. You're telling me. That it's a story that took place a long, long time ago, but it's in yeah. the future? Well, for them it's a long, long time ago, but for us it's in the future. So, like, it's it's almost like a, a like a fairy tale that they tell All right. about their past stuff. So, Oh, so like time, what, is, like time is cyclical, that kind of thing. Well, it's like a fairy tale. That's why um, okay. they, everyone sounds the way they are in the structure of the story. Like, everyone's very tropes of themselves. So, okay, well... Instead of what it actually was. Do most fairy stories up here have laser swords in them? Um, they have swords, and so it's just adapting. It's just a natural progression of what would happen to weapons in the future. And so right. it kind of checks out with me. Well, and what does what the, the big dog symbolize? Marshall Redwood is Friend. just kind of staring at you guys. He's really confused because Adi sounded like he had a lot of urgent things he wanted answered uh, before uh, you guys left, and now you're talking about what? Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and then we were told to keep our pie holes shut about Skullduggerous and Apocryphal <laughs> Doings. Literally, that's literally what I didn't say. I said, you okay. guys are allowed to have conversations. You're allowed to talk to him. You guys can't raise that's... your voice or make a scene. Oh, Not just don't. Okay. That's okay. That's the uh, conversation we have as we pass people that are close to us. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so in that's between a, people, that's a then conversation. Yeah. All right. Marshall. Okay, Marshall. What the hell is going on? How do we defeat this thing? So, um, Kit was right when he tried to read the spell uh, out of the book. Um, he just chose the wrong spell. Um, well, fun. One out of three choices, I guess. Can you see? Unless we weren't even right about that. You're. You find that statement slightly odd. Um, mm -hmm. he, you never told him how you tried to defeat Ozadra in the forest. You no, never told him that you knew from the book. You never told him that you, uh, you read the spell. Mm. Um, but this is also a weird, a, a weird dream world right now. So it's yeah, there's a lot going not on. suspicious enough to, um, make an accusation. However, okay. it's something that does, like, prick your brain a little bit when he mentions Oh, yeah, it. I file that one away for later. So. Okay. So. So how do we defeat this thing? Do you, do you even know what it's called? So Zadra. 
the consumer. I barf it's, instantly. It's yep. reflexively. Yep. As soon as he said I, it. I immediately try to kick it, like, away, like, to where I sweep it up, and I just keep walking casually. <laughs> you, you, as if, like, uh, nothing Audie, you, you kick it up, and it just kind of splatters on your legs when it happens. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. But, it's, like, it's, we're trying to keep acting nonchalantly yeah. to where it doesn't draw attention. Yeah. You, you yell, you yell out something about the, the, the cherry phosphate that you, you drink in, in the four mm. quarters. Yeah, if we could, if we could not say that name again, uh, my belly basket would appreciate it. Oh. Fair enough. See, I always knew you were a special kit. Very, very wow. perceptive of the elements around you. Uh, you wow. came into his presence and you couldn't handle it. It's normal. So. Oh, good. Oh, it's normal. <laughs> Isn't that refreshing? Isn't that a reassurance? So, Marshall, um, you know, like, uh, with these dumb type of, uh, ethereal gods and whatnot, I mean, like, what's something that, like, they, they're totally, like, scared of? I mean, like, that would actually mess with them, you know? Like, what's something that, like, we should know about? He- and then what's something that's, like, totally cool to them that they, like, that's your favorite thing? He looks at you incredulously. He looks at Kit, he looks at Adi, and he looks back at Kit. Have you not been teaching this kid anything? I have been teaching him to the best of my ability. Uh, there have been forces that have uh, impeded his education. And unfortunately, I have not been able to keep him as up to speed as I would have liked. He, he That's looks, not on him. He looks at you, Adi, and says... What you are facing is something that is almost completely indescribable. It comes from another dimension. It comes from another plane of existence. There is no such thing as fear for this thing. There is no such thing as joy for this thing. It is a thing that exists solely to consume and solely to consume everything around it. Ah, it's a force of nature. It's not even, yeah. it's not even nature. Like, like describing it as nature is, is something that I don't even think I could, I could put into words. What you are looking at, what you are, what you are dealing with is something that there are no physical human words or emotions to describe. Can I try to describe it? <laughs> he shrugs. And I, go ahead. I, it, is it a hungry, hungry hippo of a black hole? That's actually, Marshall, that's actually pretty good. <laughs> Marshall, I think we've been overthinking this. Yeah, sure. That's exactly what it is, uh, Audie. Okay, that, that helps my child mind understand. So, yeah, let's continue. How do we kill it? Or stop it? Or make peace? Or fill it to where it gets too full and can't hurt anything? <sighs> So he, he flips through the book, uh, that, that Casey gave him as he's, as he's walking. Uh, so far again, uh, no suspicious stuff. Like you guys have been pretty low. There's nothing. I'm really proud of Adi that he's not like, just like, this is some sucking fucking bullshit. Like, I don't understand. Like, uh, Kit try, told me to trust him. Marshall, how did you, uh, how did you know I read the wrong spell? And what was the one I read? Is there any, uh, buddy walking by us at this part? Uh, Casey, before you, you say that, I want to talk about what he was going to say through the book and okay. then you can come back. Okay. Cool, cool. So, um, he, he, uh, flips through the book and finds the, um, 
finds a page and he says, uh, Ozadra, uh, came onto this dimensional plane millions of years ago, uh, and was trapped, uh, between and amongst the ley lines, uh, that exist in this town and only this town. Uh, um, I'm sure you guys realize that, that this town sits upon a, a collection of pool of energy, uh, that, um, called ley lines, uh, that run throughout the entire, uh, world. Um, this town is very, very interesting and pretty important in a way, uh, because, um, there is a large and huge collection of it, almost like a pool that sits under directly under the plutonic timber, a nexus. Uh, which yeah. wasn't the plutonic timber until Ozadra came onto this plane. Um, he sat there dormant for, for millions of years. Um, his presence corrupting the ley lines underneath, creating, uh, an almost mirror image of the ley lines that existed. Uh, one that, was full of hate and full of darkness and full of evil. Okay. Um, quick question. Would Kit have seen Empire Strikes Back? Oh yeah, I should think so. And kind of retain it? Why would Kit have seen Empire Strikes Back? Kit has not oh, seen he's Empire. He's dragging him to the movies. He's not always dragging him to the movies. We've established in that episode that Porky's was actually the second picture show that you had seen since you left the territories. Shit. Okay. Adi's always bringing movies back from 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 or, the place. You know what? I'm trying to remember from the real McCoy. Even better, I I think um I also reenact them. Maybe like I tell them. Yeah, stories that that about makes them. more sense. Yeah, that's because that's he's more of a yeah. he's more of the oral presentation. That's one of the reasons why the why uh, Kit doesn't feel like he needs to go see the movies because he is 100 exactly. percent sure that Adi gives the okay. most accurate representation. How of the could movies. it live up to this? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Okay, because I was gonna try to sneak something to him. Um, just like when the next person passes when we're ta- doing Star Wars talk. Okay. Okay. Uh well let let me finish like like currently yeah. I don't want to say we're in a cutscene right now, but uh unless one of you does something very, very stupid, you guys no, no. are going to be free from uh detection. Uh at least for the specific moment that I'm telling you guys information. Gotcha. Uh, eventually, uh, as civilization progressed, as we evolved, as we became human, uh, people in this area discovered, uh, Ozadra living, uh, beneath the forest. Uh, my apologies. Kicking kick. I'm okay. Honestly, anything that gets more of that cherry phosphate out of me, I'm alright with. They learned to manipulate it. They <laughs> learned to use the ley lines uh, that surround it uh, to influence its will and influence what it's trying to do. Well, sure. A geomantic binding sigil. The problem is, uh, in the presence of this, this creature for long periods of time corrupts the mind as well. Just like it corrupted sure. the... Uh, they became fanatics. They became cultists. They became... Um, obsessed with freeing it from the ley line and and uh having it uh move and consume everything uh in its path uh that being said in order to free it from its bonds they must banish it from the ley lines that it lies beneath and that's the key to get rid of it once it escapes its bonds in the ley lines it is possible to send it back to the plane of existence that it came from. 
the goal, and he flips to another spell, is that this spell opens the portal and opens the where the way uh, to that that other dimension to that other area. And uh, if uh, if said correctly in the correct order, rather than opening the portal, it will create a vacuum and suck it back out. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, yeah. we're gonna flush it that out. Makes sense. It's like pulling the plug in a pool. Um, right. Eventually, if so that which... open plug is there, something can come through it. But if there's too much to, that just needs to go out of it, it'll get sucked out. So there's a spell to free it, a spell to banish it. What's the third one? Third one is what you did. <laughs> what did I did? Uh, imbue it with energy, I guess I would say. Oh, good. Oh, that's gross. Spell to help it make that's it more powerful. Uh, I... Oh, awesome. Yeah. Magic steroids. Shut up. Yeah. Bitch. Well, that's kids bad, everybody. <laughs> uh, Nigel, you had a question that was more of a statement? Well, it was more in the sense of to where, like, look, the only thing that I know that corrupts, corrupts absolutely is absolute power. So is that what we're going oh. up against? Like, yeah, that, that'd be the best thing. Like, this is... Like I said, it's indescribable. It's it's a hungry, hungry hippo of a of a a black hole. It's powerful, and it's powerful enough that it doesn't know anything other than its own power. So we haven't even been right thinking of this thing in the terms of good and evil. Like the people who serve it are evil, certainly, but, but the thing itself because of serving it, yeah, yeah. the The thing itself is. It, c- compared to this thing, good and evil are the same side of the coin. Absolutely. I I, I don't throw around the word God ever. I would thank but, you not to, yeah. But this is the closest thing I can use to describe what we're dealing with. Mortal ethics of right and wrong are something that isn't even in the vocabulary of of what you're dealing with. Got it. You you can't apply right and wrong to the darkness behind the stars. Exactly. That's really pretty. Okay, uh, you guys are around halfway through. Uh, you're out of the busy town center area. You're now, like, walking through a neighborhood. Uh, Adi, you realize that you guys are probably going to pass your house. Um. <laughs> Hi, kombucha. Bye. I'm trying to figure out if there's anything from my house I need to grab or... To help me prepare, but I mean, are okay. We're knocked out, con. You're unconscious. So, like, yeah, we're unconscious. So like, this is a dream. And there, yeah, I can't. There's no objects that I need to grab from here. I just need to defeat well, this thing it's before. Real. Plus, yeah. Plus, if you go into your house, like it's less likely. Like if you go to your house to grab stuff, you'll be able to grab stuff you need. Mm-hmm. But you run the risk of running into your parents. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, your mother and I left it on, like, fairly amicable terms, uh, but I would not want to strain the goodwill that you and I uh, have remaining with your parents. Uh, Marshall Redwood is looking at both of you. They're ghosts. They're, they're denizens of evil. They are there to hurt you in this time period. That's no reason to be rude. All right, let's keep on keeping on, then. All right. 
and we walk we walk speedily past the house and we we resume our our normal innocuous conversation all i'm saying Adi, is that if his last name is calrissian etymologically he's probably from armenia listen the more important question about lando was that was he right or was he wrong for what he did and i make very strong eye contact as i say that and i look over at the marshal What's the implication you're trying to do right now, uh, Nigel? Um, if, like, I'm still not trusting it, like, the Marshal, per yeah. se, because I'm like, oh, this might be the thing that leads us to get eaten, and exactly. it might give he's, us false information to where we, like... He's afraid the Marshal's ca- luring us, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to trick him, like, I tricked Jeff into giving me information, and it did not work. So, like, if anything, it's just, like, keep an eye out. Yeah. Because we might That's have to do an opposite spell. Right. It's an excellent question, Adi. I think it is difficult to judge the decisions a man makes until he has been in that man's shoes. That man's sky shoes. Or boots, as the case may be. Uh, as you guys are talking, uh, you realize that you're there. You guys oh, stop in front here. of the homestead. <laughs> oh my. Adi, I didn't realize you lived so close to the... That conversation, no, no, basically the conversation you guys were having was very, very heated and consumed mm. most of the other time it took to walk towards the uh, place. I will, it, I will, I will amend for any other nomenclature nerds who are listening to this that there is a very small chance that Lando Calrissian is Ukrainian or Persian, but statistically speaking, probably Armenian. There. That's something to discuss in the Twitter. He's from Bespin. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Well, what, never mind. I don't know which country that's like a province of? I'm I'm just yeah. saying. Bespin's a country. The name comes out. Bespin, well, it's Bespin's a, it's a, a planet. Bespin's a it's planet. A cloud city. Bespin's a planet. It's a, it's a cloud city of Bespin. Yeah, Bespin's this a planet. This is super important to the plot of us. This is real time, and I don't want to be it. eating because we're debating oh, on so where saying, he's from. So you're saying Armenians are from space, Tony? Listen, alright, I'm gonna lay this out right now. This feels like some Metal Gear Solid shit, where I have to unplug my fucking controller and put it into the second port, <laughs> because there is some fucking trickery that is happening. So, Thony's been on us about, like, wasting time before, and I'm still thinking uh, yeah. Little Toaster, I'm still thinking Toy Story 3. Let's not okay. get noshed on. Yeah, that's a, that's a good that's point. Fair. Yeah, Psycho Mantis is gonna show up at any point to start yeah. talking about our other podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> fuck him and his gas mask. Okay. Okay. okay, we are at the place. Okay, so, <laughs> he looks at you guys and he says, um, what happened in the forest is kind of what's going to be happening now. Um... You guys are going to be facing something that you are ill-equipped and unready to, uh, to face, but, um, it is, uh, possible to stop it and, and give me enough time to, to banish it completely. Uh, you're still holding the gun, right, Audie? Of course. Yes, I still have the gun. Okay. Uh, uh, Delia, you still have those quarters, right? Uh, yes, Delia I do. Delia. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, there's I no, do. there's no <laughs> Delia. Delia, fuck. Okay. Ooh, yes, I do. Yes, I. Me and my ghost quarters. Uh, Delia, I'm ready to punch things. Uh, Delia nods. Uh, and uh, what happens to? Uh, oh, okay. 
Um, neither of you guys took the 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 knife back because because Cat was still Kat fucking Cat had it. Uh, so uh, uh, from like a sheath uh behind his back, he pulls out the knife and hands it to uh to you, Kit. Thanks, buddy. He says, "Don't I lose don't know it." What that means, please. I won't lose it. I didn't lose it the first time. Again, Kit, something strikes you as kind of weird. Um, not enough that you want to uh, do anything for it, do anything about it, but enough that it kind of tickles your your the back of your brain. If that makes sense. Okay, Vony. Just just so I know what level I'm supposed to be operating on, I know. Does Kit know? Kit may know. No, Kit's not going to know. Kit can't know. This is something okay. that I that I'm going to like put my foot down. Right, right, right. Okay, cool, on. cool, 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 cool. Keep it going. Okay. All right. So, uh, he's like, whatever you felt in the forest, Kit, it's going to be ten times worse uh, when you enter this house. Uh, oh, so I'm of, literally going to turn inside of, out with the barfs. You just have to steal yourself, you have to focus, and you have to be ready to do this. Um, I'm gird my loins. Night, uh, Audi, um, yes. you didn't feel it in the forest the first time, it's possible you'll feel it again. Delia, same with you. Just be prepared and be ready. Okay. He, he mutters something under his breath, and all three of you glow golds, uh, just as you did, Ooh. uh, in the forest. Um, Ah! Oh, the, okay. Uh, right, mound. right. I forgot. Sorry. I, um, I, uh... My back feels better. <laughs> you guys ready? Yeah, I shake some Let's puke off of my pant leg and I'm ready to go. He steps... Oh, um... He, he tells... Uh, when he handed you the knife, he told you that secret technique that that cat kind of did uh, to make the tentacle, uh, the blade tentacle things. Right. Okay. So oh, it's, the metal it's spike down, ones? down B. All right. <laughs> is there like a hot key I can map that to? Or is it, do I have to do it every time? <laughs> every time. Every time? All right. That's fine. I sure wish Cat was here. That would be helpful. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Maybe Cat's awake. Uh, Marshall says, I'm sorry he isn't, but we have to do yeah. this. Maybe the monster magic didn't work on him the same way. We might have to head to the woods after this and find him. I don't want him um, out there all by himself. Before walking in, I I have like kind of a glimmer of the PTA meeting uh-huh. and us walking into the room with the one entrance. I want to look around to see if there's any boulders or anything that's going to fall down or that's going to any trap logs us. on any paint yeah. cans on strings. I've Little I've E-walks set a timer, guys. Tree branches. Oh shit! Okay. <laughs> Well, we didn't know that, Phony. Okay, we go in. No, I'm just saying. Like, I, I wasn't going to tell you. I was hoping that Audie saying, "Hey, we're being dragged away in the woods right now," would would kind of pick your. Oh, this is actually a timed event, and a time thing. Ah, uh, okay. Into the thing. Uh, Sheriff Redwood steps. Uh, not even into the house, but into the threshold of the property of the Spencer homestead, and sure. immediately hell breaks loose. Um, oh shit! Have you guys shit. seen Have you guys seen the movie Monster House? Yeah, it's kind of like that, yes. except with a lot more oh. tentacles and like the house itself almost morphs into uh, a yeah. crazy being. Oh, I Tony, fucking I'm love surprised it! Surprised you've seen that? It doesn't seem like the kind of thing you'd be into. Dan Harmon wrote it. 
Yeah, I know. That's what I was doing. <laughs> that's such a good story with him and that poor sad fan. Anyways. We're on a timer! We're on a timer. Uh, so this tentacle house comes at us. Yep. The house Do we have to get inside? Uh, Marshall Redwood looks at both of you guys. Um, you've realized that the gold, that the gold kind of spell that's surrounding you guys are protecting you from that, um, stuff anyways. Uh, he looks at you guys and says, this is not the, the true, the true being. What you are, are fighting is against the ethereal plane. However, uh, right. this spell, uh, transverses that, uh, this thing will kill you in this stream and in real life if it kills you. So be careful right. and be safe. Right. Hottie, it's, it's like that movie you showed me, uh, Bad Dream on Poplar Lane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll give it to you. That's close enough. So this is going to be, uh, combat, uh, one, two, three. Uh, Casey, you'll go first. Uh, Nigel, oh, you'll shit. go. Uh, uh, Delia will go and then the house will go. I don't think I've ever done right. a combat before, except last week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, then I step forward, and I go, down, down, B! And I try to make the knives come up, like, from under the foundation and skewer the thing. You scream, down, down, B, and nothing happens, because that's not how it works. I do the <laughs> thing. Okay. Uh, you do he the thing. He taught me the technique. You did yeah. not give detailed instructions on its activation. I was using a shorthand to save time, which you have been quick to remind me is in short supply. Thanks He's to baiting you. you. Okay. He's baiting you. Let's get on with it. Okay, uh, roll a 20, please. It's working. Roll a 20. Okay. I think Casey wants us to run out of time. I Jeez. don't. Don't let us get hit, eaten by this roll house. Roll 20. Do I do I get any ads on that? Nope. Any plus anything? Twelve. It's just combat. Uh, you win. Hooray! Hey, congratulations! Tell me, Thank you. For tell the me how oh, your oh, technical sorry. things work. Okay, so it looks different than it did when Cat did it, uh, because Cat, you know, he had it in his mouth and he went like honk and just like stuck it sideways into the ground. Yeah. So how it works is, um, uh, Kit goes. Wafoo! And, and he sticks it into the ground, and uh, mm. with this this blue energy courses down from his like the center, you know, all his chakras or whatever, down his hand into the knife, Neat. and three beams go, fitting, 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 just like straight out and straight up uh -huh. at an angle, like at a car park when you try to drive uh -huh. the wrong way, and there's the tire damage things, but they're long, <laughs> and they just go shoot yeah. right into the house. <laughs> Okay, uh, what you've managed to do is, is kind of stop it at its place for a second. You know exactly. that it's not going to last and you know it's going to kind of do that. Uh, however, uh, what you're seeing are like these tentacles are kind of undulating everywhere. They go into the ground and they kind of seep into the ground after you do that. Uh, Adi, it's your turn. Um, I want to aim at the attic. Uh, aim at the attic. You shoot your gun. Roll a 20 for me. Okay. My deputy is gonna aim at the attic. I rolled a nine. Uh, you win. Uh, you oh shit! The attic. Sweet. Okay. Um, I blow off the window of the attic. Okay. Uh, the window gets blown out. Uh, you see a flash of an eye. Uh, mm -hmm. that that kind of pulses and and flashes uh, before sinking ah! back into the house. Awful. Gross! Super uh, gross! Delia, Delia, uh, realizes and sees that there are tentacles that are kind of popping up out of the ground. Uh, she's gonna hammer fist, um, the ground. Go for it, Princess Powerful. Uh, the hammer fist does not work. She aims wrong, uh, and, uh, it only serves to infuriate and make the, the tentacles angrier. 
Okay. Uh, the it hits a mailbox. The mailbox is the tentacles. All three of are going to uh, all try to grab all three of you at once. So each of you need to roll okay. a twenty for me. All okay. Right. I rolled an eleven. I rolled a nine. All three of you get caught by the tentacles. They're wrapped around. You guys uh, feel that uh, if you don't escape within this turn or next, uh, it could suffocate you. These are not as, as uh, uh, like, like, these are not as easy to escape. Uh, the tentacles are not as easy to escape as they were uh, in the forest. These are like full on, like wrapped around you, like a boa yeah. constrictor. Yes. Casey, it's your turn. Okay. Do I have free hands? Uh, right now you have free hands. Yes. Um, there, you guys are all right next to each other. Like, like you're in the middle. Delia is on one side. Uh, Adi is on the other side. Uh, Casey, uh, you don't have to use your hands to direct the, the, the tentacle things. You're able to do that verbally. Oh, the blades are just a, a focus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the blade, the, okay. Okay. Like cool. a wand. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Then I try to aim them back at us and have them like, just like, like Wolverine's claws just go, cause they're pointing this way, right? Just have them go shink back the other way and slice through and free us all at once. Okay, uh, it's not all at once. You're going to have to do three separate rolls for me for Fair each enough. of the tentacles. I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay. All right, let's do this. Cold 20s? Yes. Okay. Punch it out. Uh, who's this one for? Who's the first one for? Uh, start with you, I guess. Okay. We'll just do it in the order. One, two, three. Yeah. Nine. Uh, you do not free yourself. I'm still trapped. Who's this one for? Adelia or Adi? No, no, you have to tell me which one first. Delia. Delia got a two. Uh, you, it's a tie, uh, and tie goes to the defender. Delia does not right. escape. Okay. Adi, I'm hoping, man. I, I'm trying. I'm doing everything I can. I <sighs> got a six. I'm so sorry. All three of you guys are still trapped. However, there are still two people that can, that can help escape, help you escape. I'm sorry, guys. Audie, um, you have your hands yeah. and you have a gun. Yeah, I want to try to aim it to where I hit uh, both tentacles. Two birds, one bullet. Okay. Two um, tentacles, one bullet. Yeah, uh, and since that is one single attack, you just have to roll once. Okay. I got an 18. Oof. I got an 8. Uh, you are still trapped, Audie. However... Uh, Kit and uh, Delia have escaped. Uh, okay. However, Delia is going to see that you're still trapped, and she is going to uh do a force punch and try to knock you out of that tentacle. Delia rolled Kit. a three. Uh, well, well, can wait? Can we try to do something cool? So, can I fall to the ground, and then she's smaller, mm -hmm. so she's gonna take longer to hit the ground when she falls. <laughs> <laughs> I grab her by one hand. She knows it's coming. Grab her when she falls. Swing around, like turn around and swing her, but like fastball special her back towards Adi, so she can do like a meteor punch. Um, a bonus. Colossus <laughs> with Wolverine. You can't do that, but that's probably gonna break every bone in her body. She's fine. She's, She's dead. Though. Oh, never mind. <laughs> She's not dead. I mean, I maybe Kit. That. Maybe Kit doesn't think that she's dead, and maybe that's why Kit's going to do it. Why would that break every? Okay, fine. Because you're tossing her at another person, and you're like meteor tossing her. Like, like you can't throw a person and not expect them to get hurt. 
Well, yeah, I'm not, like, mega strong or anything. She's a small girl. Okay, I was just trying to be helpful and cool. Never mind. That's what, what I get. This ten- okay. Yeah, this tentacle needs is making me need to pee. Okay. It's squeezing me so hard. Delia is going to roll. Delia rolled a 20. Uh, Holy shit. As shit. long as the monster, the monster rolled a 17. Uh, Adi, you are free. Wow. Sweet. Um. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm thinking the Marshall Redwood the is halfway through the spell. Um. Uh, he has awoken and and uh uh freed Ozadra from the confines of the ley lines. Uh, now this is where it's he's going to be the most dangerous and the most vulnerable. So, right. uh, the house that you're staring at, uh, instead of it just being kind of rooted to the ground is now this kind of, uh, it looks like a beholder. You guys know what a beholder looks yeah. like, right? Kind of like that. It looks like no. kind of like a beholder, a giant floating tentacle eye kind of thing made Holy out of uh, part house. Uh, uh-huh. oh, that's wicked. Um, <gasps> and it is going to that eye that you shot in the attic, uh, uh, Nigel is going to uh-huh. kind of recome back in focus and, uh, it's going to direct an eye beam towards Delia. No! How's it go? It rolled an eight. Delia rolled a seven. Um, oh no. She failed by that much. Crunchy point for her. Can I assist her? You can try. If you want to, Casey. Um, if you want yeah, to. I mean, I've- I want to. I've got my knife, and I'm going to try to, like, intercept the I-beam with it. Okay. Because um, the knife, as we know, is a is a focus for mental energy. Okay. It's not just a, a stabber. Uh, roll me a 20 minus 3. Ah. Oh. Come on, old blue guy. Nope, sorry. Fell off the desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. Is that a 14 is minus 3, so minus- it's an 11? No, no, no. Seventeen minus three, fourteen. Uh, it awesome. you do, you Sorry. deflect it. However, one of your tentacles are now permanently damaged and uh, cannot work. Oh, one of my blades. Okay, all right, that's fine. That's th- totally, totally fair. I'm not mad about that. It's your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Cool. All right. Uh, I am. So, are the combat tentacles still wargling around, or are they disabled? There's two of them. You had three. Now you have two. No, no, no. The bad ones. No, no, no. The, the house ones. Yeah. No, the, those ones that you guys, like, the ones that try to suck you up are gone. Like, he has, like, attacks. This is like a boss fight, so he yeah, did yeah. the tentacle attack, he has the laser attack, he's going to do something else, okay. and then he might go back and do okay, the other okay. things. Cool. So there's still an eye looking at us? Yes. Okay, both blades straight into the eye. Okay. Roll a 20 for me. Yes, sir. Here's the thing, though, is that <laughs> that's is that that's a three. timer, my dude. Timer. It's a three. Uh, uh, they miss. No, nothing happens. Uh, Adi, it's your turn. Shit. Um, I I see what Kit's doing. Um, and I too am gonna aim out for the eye, but I I'm screaming out to him. Do we really trust the marshal? Uh, well, the marshal isn't a giant monster that's attempting to strangle Pate and or blast us, so yes? Well, like, things aren't what they always appear is what you've taught me, and like, I, no, I talk and I... No, it's true, that, and that's a good principle for life, but in this particular instance... Okay, Adi, while you spend time I talking, a 
a tentacle comes and hits you because you spend too much time wasting. I, I I fire and then I'll be I'll be happy to get hit by a tentacle. Okay, fire. What'd you roll? Fuck! I rolled a four. Yeah, uh, your your gunshot mists and like while you were distracted yelling at him, uh, the tentacle's gonna uh, try to smack you. Ah! Roll twenty. Um. Uh, oh shit! Okay. Fourteen. You do- definitely dodged the tentacle. Uh, Delia Spencer is going to do a hammer fist on the ground. And she uh, manages to shake any remaining tentacles that are kind of pushed in the ground. Uh, and all that's left is there. Uh, you guys have one yeah. more round of, of attacks. If you guys can survive this round, uh, Marshall Redwood is going to be able to banish it. Okay. So uh, he is going to uh, uh, focus his eye laser and he's going to shoot at all three of you at the same time. Like across the board, or like it's like how how he, he splits his eye laser. So individual beams, not three beams. Weapon style, three beams. Okay. Got it at once. <laughs> sure. Okay, twenty. Okay. Twelve. Uh, Twelve. Uh, and Delia needs to roll. Uh. You survive. Audie, you get hit in the shoulder, and it hurts bad, and you drop your gun. Um, ah! And Delia is unscathed. Nice. Audie, you okay? I, I'm, I'm, I'm winged, but let's keep going! No, you're in a lot of okay. pain, Audie. <laughs> a lot, a lot okay. of pain. Like, 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 oh, yeah, but remember... he's cauterized, right? So he's not, like, bleeding out or anything. Yeah, like, you, you... You're you're trying everything you can right now to not just scream bloody murder because uh, it's right. that painful. You can't feel your arm, Hottie. Uh huh. I I think it's broken, but we don't have time. The one with the cast, I imagine. Kay. Kay. Okay, it's your turn, Miss Delia. Yes, it's a little after your time, but did you ever play a game in your neighborhood where you ran up, knocked on a door, and then ran away? Uh, sure. Well, here we call it Ding Dong Ditch, and I take my I take my uh, my blades and I go shunk and I arrange them and I make like a path and I just shunk it straight into the house, leading a path so she can run up the blades and thunder punch the house. Okay, uh, you might sacrifice her by doing so, though. Holy shit! I mean, if we don't make it out of this, I doubt she is. Roll a twenty. Yeah. Can I add a crunchy point to it if I need to? Yeah. Cool. Wait, so should we have gotten crunchy points for those other no, rolls we failed? No, because no, those are combat no, rolls. Okay, yeah. combat rolls. Please, net twenty. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't roll the nineteen. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh my goodness. So uh, I'm gonna buy this die a hat and an ostrich and a trip to Caesar's Palace. It, uh, and we'll end the trip at Disneyland. <laughs> the, the, the blades, uh, stuck through. There's an, uh, an, a path. Um, it's not like, it's not an at 20. This is not D and D. You don't get like a critical hit. Your crit succeeds it's an and it's, yep. it's a 19. Uh, Audie, it's your turn. Um, 
Well, wait, so she thunder pun- Oh, she has to wait till her turn to thunder punch? Yep. Okay, so um, I kind of want to be smart with my shot here, so I'm going to try to shoot two tentacles with one shot. Is that possible? You can shoot one. Actually, uh, I'll let you shoot four. You have to roll uh, for each of them. Okay, so I'm going to roll a 20 for that, right? Yep. I got a 17. Hit. 15. Hit. Got a 10. Miss. Shit. I got an 11. Uh, hit. So, That's so the there's one tentacle. So as, uh, uh, as Carly runs up, she's going to have to save one, one, uh, one attack. But after that, she'll be able to hammer punch the house. So she's going to do that. She's going to run up. A tentacle is going to swing at her. Can I use one of the blades? Can I swing it back to cut it off before it can get to her? No, because then the path collapses. No, can, she can run on one no. of them. I have two blades left. Okay. They're not that Just thick. Broad. They're not that broad. I don't know. Okay. So. Roll for Delia. Delia rolled a 13. Uh, house rolled a 17. Uh, Damn it. She. Crap. The, the, the nice thing is that it's not that far up. It kind of swings her. Uh, she hits the ground. She dislocates her shoulder and she's been knocked unconscious. Remember, you guys just have to stop this. You don't have to actually defeat it. Oh, so we're just stalling it. Uh, so, right. It's just about holding out long enough until the marshal. And this is finish. it. This is it. Yeah. So it's going to uh, take its tentacles out. It's going to swing at all uh, three of you. Uh, one gonna, of you guys are going to have to do something to stop it from from hitting Delia. Uh, so I'm gonna. Okay. Uh, I take. Go ahead. No. I uh, okay. I was just gonna say um, I'll, I'll shoot its side to blind like, it. It's. You're, you're, if you try to shoot at the eye, you're going to get hit by a tentacle. And how many tentacles does it have? There are three tentacles. We're not, we're not, uh, this is a defense. You guys need to defend yourselves right now and need to figure out a way to, to stop Carly from, from getting hurt. Delia. Delia. Delia from getting hurt. Okay. I want to take, uh, my two blades and have them essentially position crosswise to each other. And then as the tentacles come in, just slink like scissors crossing each other. Okay. Uh, roll. Eleven. Uh, it doesn't work. You get hit by a tentacle and get knocked back. Uh, Casey, you've broken your ribs. I have been concussed. Oof. All right, Audie's going to sprint as hard as his small legs can to Delia. He's going to scoop her up as if she were like ten bags of groceries, and he's going to goblin power walk back to her, uh, back to safety. Good. Uh, cause also you can't shoot your gun anyways. You'd only have one arm. Okay. So you're, you're going to run, dodge and try to grab her. Uh, you're going to have to roll twice. One to, uh, prevent you from getting hit and one to prevent her from getting hit. Okay. I rolled an 18. It, uh, you successfully avoid getting hit. Okay. I rolled a 14. Delia Spencer gets hit. Shit. And it doesn't look good. Um, you... What is... What did you roll? I rolled a 14. Do you have more than three currency points? No, I do not. Uh, I have one. Try, Can to I figure out a, try to figure out a way to, to throw... It needs to be a 17 because that's what the defense is. That's what the tie would make it. Honestly, I think I already spent all my crunchy points. I only have one. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, what about Delia? How many, uh, how many crunchy points does she have? 
Yeah. Delia hasn't been doing any, uh, like, fuck it, fine. Uh, the, the crunchy points are enough to, to, to save her from yes. a, I'm really glad that you guys are very, very invested in what you're pretty sure is a dead girl's, uh, safety yeah. and life. Dead people have rights too, Tony. Just cause she's dead doesn't mean we'll give up on her. <sighs> okay. And our characters haven't either. So we are not going. We are not going to have time to to do our epilogue, but that's fine. We can find a day this week to do uh, a twenty minute cool. epilogue. Uh, but we will finish out this episode. So uh, with that last, uh, Audie, you as the hero of this story that you have always known you are. Uh, Me too. In the deafness and and badassness that you uh, killed a vampire, you with yep. one dead arm. Uh, uh, run through, uh, deftly dodge the tentacles as they're coming through, grab Delia, clutch her to your chest, and with the strength of a thousand boys, uh, uh, <laughs> grab her and bring her back to safety, uh, next to the marshal. Okay, as I run up to Delia, I, I scream out, uh, the, uh, my St. Elmo's fire. Rob Lowe. Yeah, I, I, Rob I, I yell, Rob Lowe! As I dodge under the tentacle trying to hit me, I, and I grab her and I yell out, uh oh, sp- uh oh, spaghettio! Here we go. <laughs> you know, no, actually, no. Instead of uh uh oh, spaghettios, I'm gonna yell out evil Knievels. Uh, you, want, uh, you, uh, you, you, whatever, whatever. I think it is up and over. Whatever evil Knievels like, like catchphrases. That's what you're gonna shout because that's an Audi thing and that's fucking badass. Okay, so I get to Delia. I scoop her up as the tentacle comes swooping across, but I, I, I'm gonna use part of the porch as a ramp to jump over it. Oh. Audie's gonna, uh, he's gonna scream, up and over! And like, look like Evil Knievel flying through the air, right? As I manage to stumble up to Kit, who like, helps us get to the marshal, the house will erupt in even more tentacles, and Audie looks up and goes, uh oh, spaghettios. And then, uh, as you, as you guys go there, uh, the, the marshal finishes the spell. He closes the book, looks at you guys, and says, "Here we go." And it collapses into itself like a dying star. Uh, you see what looks wow. like kind of a black hole uh, suck everything in the town into it. Uh, you guys are a little freaked out. You guys are a little scared. You're not sure what's happening or why it's happening. Um, the marshal looks at you, Kit, and says, I'm not going to be here for much longer. Uh, no. You can't leave me again. He he looks at you and he says, I will always be here with you. You may not realize it. You may not see it. But I am here. And just trust me that I will always have your back when you need it. And with that, he also kind of gets sucked out and sucked into the black hole. No! And then you two... Release my mentor event horizon! You guys get sucked into the black hole as well. Oh, shit. I'm all spaghettified. Oh, I thought you were going to throw your stuffed rabbit at uh, the marshal there, Kit. (laughs) (laughs) Scrap-ups. Very good. Uh, you guys wake up in what was once the forest, but is now just a dead open field in the middle of uh, what is definitely uh, rural Canada and or Alaska. Whoa. 
in a place that you um that the sky was once purple is now a bright blue sky um up in the distance you see a pile of bodies uh now Adi, i we we are both very injured but uh i feel like we have an obligation to check out yonder pile you guys we have an obligation and a responsibility. You guys can head to the. Do I see Delia? If you guys want Delia, oh, Delia's sitting next to you. Uh, oh, okay. She is. Uh, she's lying next to you. She is uh, unconscious, but very much alive. Okay. Okay. I want to scan around and see if I see anything. All right. I I really need you guys to go visit the 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 pile. You guys realize what this pile is, and you know what you need to take from it. Howdy, I think I know what that pile is. Also, conveniently, that pile is, uh, if the sun is any indication, that pile is to the south, which will take us back down to, to town anyway. So, let's, uh, let's go. Okay, we'll take Delia with us just in case. We hoist Delia up. We don't leave the little dead girl in the forest. Yeah. Um, you find... You find... Two. What do uh, what do the bodies look like? In, well, something interesting about these bodies is most of them are whole. There's no broken bones, no nothing like that. Um, you see two bodies that are pretty well preserved uh, that you um, recognize as uh, Carly Figueroa and uh, Franny Fish. Uh, man. Kit, uh, Kit pulls his hat down over his face some, and if a person were so inclined and, uh, so ill-mannered to look under the brim, you could see tears spilling down his face. He would be sobbing silently, except his ribs are broken, and he would probably literally pass out from the pain. Uh, Adi, with tears in his eyes, walks slowly up to the, his deceased friends, um, he's, he's gonna drop down to his knees... Clutch his hands the the best he can, and uh, he's gonna he'll begin to recite a prayer uh, that he doesn't know very well, and he's gonna wish his friends' souls a safe trip to heaven. RSVP. Do you guys uh, you realize that as much as you want to carry the bodies with you right now, um, you're in no shape to do so. Um, Did Carly bring anything with her? No, she didn't. Like a stuffy. She didn't carry anything with her. She didn't carry anything with her. She she got she brought like up on necklace? the ground. No, she her nightgown that was she was wearing is like a hair her. ribbon. Something yeah, like, sure, like a hair ribbon. Like a token. A hair ribbon yeah. would be okay. I really don't want to leave these bodies out here, like out in the forest, exposed. Like we did a lot to get to here, you know. You're not. You, you like like you guys would bring the bodies back to town right now if you could, uh, but Adi Kit is already having to carry one very live girl. Adi, you don't yeah. have an arm. You can't you can't do anything. No, right fair, now. fair. I, I you know I just I'm paranoid. That is all. Adi's freaked out. I just don't want to go back into town and get help and then come back and find that like they're all missing or you know something oh, mysterious. Also, Cat like is with you guys. Sorry, I forgot to mention that Cat is there. Actually, actually, yeah. With with cat there, uh, and Casey can carry two of them. Cat's gonna carry the third one. So you oh, guys are able goodness. to carry all three of them into town. 
What a good dog. I am so glad you are okay. I'm so sorry you didn't get to meet the marshal, boy. You would have loved him. The, the, the dog barks and wags and is just super happy to see you right now. That's exactly what you would have said. Ah. Oh. All right. Hey, uh, Adi, let me, let me see yonder, let me see yonder hair ribbon for just a moment. Uh, Adi hands Kit the hair ribbon. Uh, and then, uh, you know, oh. Adi's gonna make a makeshift uh, sleeve for nice. his arm, for that you know, for his broken arm, so that it'll be easier for him to walk around. Good thinking. Uh, I take my my knife, the 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 oh, ancestral Adi, knife. Oh, Adi, now. it's your cast arm. Crap. <laughs> yeah. All right, I can't tell how bad it's the break is because the cast is blocked. Yeah, I think that's right, what we right. all assumed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, buddy. Um. I, I take the ribbon uh, and I take my knife from Marshall Redwood and I uh, I slice it I slice the ribbon in half very carefully and I give uh, so so there's no frayed edges or anything I give half back to Adi and I I take my half and I uh, put it in my notebook and put it back in my pocket for safekeeping okay. lest we forget any other sentimental stuff you need to know before you head out into town uh, no we are both very badly injured. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Adi would like to know if there's any, uh, presents laying around or possibly any stranger things. Not right now. Any presents, any no. presents. Ha, 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 No peculiar objects in this. Uh, ha, ha! <laughs> anything uh, I can see? No, nothing uh, that you can Adi, see. Adi, when we get out of the hospital, uh, remind me to talk to Jeff at the video store because I think I have a theory uh, about what happened at the Tunguska incident now, uh, looking at what happened here. Plus, I have all those vampire VHSs I need to take back. Uh, you guys, okay, so 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 while you guys are talking, like, as badly injured, you actually feel pretty jovial and you guys are just having these kind of fun, happy conversations oh, yeah. as you head into town. That's because we were in shock, Thony. That's because this is our body's way of protecting us from overwhelming, debilitating pain. It takes you a bit of time. You guys got pretty far into the plutonic timber, which does not exist anymore. Um, oh, this shit. entire, like, it looks foresty. Like, it looks like the normal mostwood trees. As you guys are going through, you exit through the forest and are very, very shocked at what you see. I'm pretty sure we went east by accident, Kit. I'm pretty sure those bodies lied to us. The town of Spencer's Folly, as you knew it, was small, quiet, up and coming, correct? Yeah. The kind of town, town that... Town on the rise. Town on the rise. What you see now is a town that has risen. Skyscrapers, businesses, busy streets, um, street lights, stop signs. Uh, stuff like that. This is definitely not the Spencer's Folly that you guys entered into before you went into the woods. Hang on a second, what? I have a feeling we're not in Spencer's Folly anymore, Kit. Oh, we're in Vancouver. That's why they're filming the X-Files over there. It explains everything. Um, no. Okay, are there any, is, is there anybody, like, passing by? Yep. Uh, they're filming the X-Files nearby. <laughs> so we're actually just in Vancouver? <laughs> what year did the X-Files come out, Casey? No, I want to say like 92, but I could be wrong. 93? Yeah. They're filming the X-Files. What, the fuck? <laughs> what? But you don't know that it's the X-Files. Keep on going into town. Uh. Yeah. 
you guys are very, very like, disoriented. However, you guys, but this is, but is this still Spencer's folly? Like observably, recognizably, it's not recog. Okay, you guys are walking through the town. You're walking through. It is a very, very foreign-looking place to you um, until you get to town center. And the only way that you know that you are in town center is the statue of the fallen uh, sits in the middle of it. All right. Uh, I flag down, like, li- the literal first passerby we see anybody. And I say, uh, it's a guy talking on his cell phone. Hi, sir, if you could just put your talk boy down. Um, uh, two things. First thing, I know this is going to be a strange question. What year is it? Uh, I don't know, 1990-something? Uh, okay, we're going to have to unpack that later. Uh, second thing, could you please direct us to the nearest emergency room? Uh, he points. Maybe if you had spoken into that personal cassette recorder you have right there, the directions to the hot, if you have the number for it, you could, uh, go to the nearest payphone and, uh, call an ambulance for us. He's, payphone? Why, why would I, he hangs up his phone, dials 911. Hey, I've got three very, very badly injured kids, uh, in the middle of town. Uh, could you get an ambulance to pick them up? Thanks. Okay, well, see, by, the he thing is, by up. the time you send that cassette to the hospital and they find a machine to put it in and play it back, our condition could have deteriorated even further. He looks at you a little weird. Uh, <laughs> the the ambulances are on the ways, guys. And he walks away. Um, and I think we're going to leave it at that. Guys, uh... You've been in the forest for more than a couple hours. You have been in the forest so for close to a it decade. Would seem. So, uh, to all of us at Peculiar Objects, welcome to the 90s. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, shit. I, this is the very last thing I expected, and I'm so excited. Thony. <laughs> uh, Thony, as as much as, as as much I'm I'm delighted and I'm thrilled and it makes perfect sense, but I also have to point out, you realize you also pulled a reverse magic, right? Well yeah. Like like I intentionally did it this way. Like like Oh buddy. I mean it wasn't like an homage, but but I knew how Smagic ended and I liked that ending. And yeah. uh, the second I established that Delia Spencer uh lived in the forest and was in the forest for Hundreds of years. Uh, there was no way. Was. There was no way you guys could exit the forest in the same time period you did. The mechanics Makes just wouldn't change it. So okay, cool. Uh, I didn't even want that on air. That was just. I just wanted to make sure we we saw can, the narrative. You can definitely. You can definitely. Makes, yeah, you can definitely end it that way. But yeah, like that makes I, there, there was there was. I, I was fully. I did this fully knowing how we ended peculiar. Uh, how we ended uh, semi-auto magic. I just really hope we get a season two because we never got a season two for magic. <laughs> Well, Nigel and I are going to get a divorce, so. Oh, no, I'm taking over uh, in season two for Smagic, and then after that, Dylan and I are going to start a brand new podcast without you. Okay, uh, we are definitely running out of time, and I really feel bad that Casey is going to have to jump in from one podcast to another podcast. It's the life I chose. Uh Thank you for, uh, watching and listening to the first season of Peculiar Objects, everybody. Uh, I have been your host, Anthony Moore. Uh, there is one more episode of this, of this series, a kind of wrap up episode and epilogue. Uh, we're going to be talking about the effects that, uh, 
Audie and Kit face uh, now that they are in a town uh, 10 years in the future and uh, have just had the life kicked out of them. Now, now, wait a minute. You had me at color, but hyper? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So, uh, like I said, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Uh, I've really, really enjoyed this season. Uh, if you like our Thank podcast, you. uh, please stay tuned for season two, which will be coming soon. Uh, hopefully there's not so that good. huge of a, a, a gap between season one and season two. Uh, if you like this podcast, please subscribe to our other ones. Uh, there's Dice and Virtue, a D&D five week podcast with, uh, Dylan, Christina and Casey. There is the final podblum, a Sherlock Holmes study podcast with Casey and Nick. There is uh squirrel scouts of America, the unbeatable squirrel girl study podcast with, uh, Casey, Andrew and Liz. Uh, there is the Gerald field report, a critical media study of Harold episodes with Casey and I, and there are other podcasts that were in the works and one that should be coming up pretty soon. Now that we have ended smash with fungus. Oh, Fun with fungus is is on permanent hiatus until they bring back all eighteen potty awards uh, and Pulitzer prizes that it had won. Um, yeah, reinstated, reinstated. Also, it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't mean to like steal any thunder there. What What I meant to express was that I have never felt closer to you, like as a game runner. No, absolutely creative. no. Like, like no, I, okay. I didn't feel like you stole my thunder. I'm glad okay, that good. I'm glad that that uh, I'm like you. Don't know how happy I was that you made a shitty ass '90s reference the second you got into town. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, guys, follow us on, uh, Peculiar Objects. Uh, tell us what you thought of this season. Tell you, tell me what you thought I did wrong. Tell me what you thought I did right. Uh, tell me what you think the plans for season two of this series should be. Uh, they're in the nineties now. What kind of nineties references do we have? What kind of nineties kids on bikes adventures can we talk about? Uh, so many different things that we, we, we could do. Like, yeah, so many different rumors. The town has been existing for 10 years since our last rumors. Lots of stuff has happened and lots of stuff has changed. Uh, follow us yeah. on Twitter at the underscore PO underscore box. Uh, you can follow us, our network at semi auto magi. You can follow me at El Chupacabra DLX. You can follow Casey at Hotel Theotokos and you can file and you can, uh, follow Nigel at file Nigel, Nigel Co- under good people. You can find Nigel, uh, on Twitter at Nigel Collins 87. Uh, that's it guys. Nice. Uh, I don't think I have a little word of advice. Um, if you get hit in the the arm by a giant eye laser, you're probably going to lose uh, the function of said arm. And even though the ghost of your dead marshal may be gone into a black hole void, doesn't mean that he is no longer there with you. Thank you, mm. everybody. Bye, all our buddies. See you next season. Keep it creepy, all our buddies. Well, we have the epilogue still. Anyways, I know you spooky synth music. Keep it till you greep it.
we thank with brief thanksgiving, or whatever gods may be, that no soul lives forever, that dead souls rise up never. Shit! That every weary wiver. Cat! No, fuck, I fucked up. Weary wiver. <laughs> you want to too, Casey? Yeah, I really do, because I've, I even <laughs> fucked up the wording, because yeah. I, I, I altered it to make it gender neutral that's, when I fucked up. That's what's called losing momenta. <laughs> yeah, I know, Tony. It's real bad. <laughs> so I, I promise I won't interrupt you the second time. All right. Mortal stuff, well, fucking mortal, uh... Coil? No. Um, Combat. Coitus. How, how mortals Cowabunga. feel about right and wrong. 